Touchdown, Houston. Houston sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Here's the snap. Looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it. Razzle dazzle. Touchdown, Houston. And the Texans go in front. There is no offseason for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do. Now, it's Texans All Access. Yes, sir. Welcome in, everybody. Texans All Access, as the man said, a Monday edition from the crib yet again. I'm your host, John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter. And I was told I won't be alone tonight. They say at Liverpool, you'll never walk alone. Is the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer, on the other end? Yes, I am here, Johnny. <laughs> there it is. I cannot believe I just quoted Liverpool uh, after uh, my boys from City knocked them off 4-0 uh, on Thursday. But I have been walking alone in some sense. Well, never never alone because Bridget Falcone and Social Center was taking care of me. But Mark is back. Mark, how are you? I thought you were quoting John Paul George and Ringo from Liverpool, the Cavern Club, where we started. No, I, uh, I'm doing great, Johnny. It's great to be back. So much stuff going on. Oh, my gosh. The bank has been broken. What? <laughs> Did you hear this? The what? The bank. Broken. Oh, oh yeah. They broke the bank. No. The bank. Now, listen, they don't keep that kind of cash in a bank. That cash that he's about to make. Uh, the Federal Reserve. For. We're going to get to that. And just there's a lot we have to get to because some things broke last week. Um, so, you know what? Let's just let's just jump right off the bat. We're going to do some over-unders in the next segment. Uh, we got a lot going on around the league. It's not even going to make it in this first segment. But there are three things in particular uh, that all just – one of them popped up today. Two of them popped up last week, and I'm trying to remember. I just had one just flurry away from me, so I've got to make sure I can get that one back. Uh, but, Mark, I've got to get your gut reaction on a couple of things. Okay. So let's just do gut reaction right sure. off the bat here because this will just, just get us going. This will just whet our appetite to jump back in. Number one, last week a report from I believe it was Mike Florio. i got to make sure I give Florio credit. He's not always one for breaking news, but he was the one who said, I believe it was on Wednesday, because he had mentioned in his report, which his report was not ultimately right, because he said the NFL was going to make a statement on Thursday about this, but never did. We are going from four, presumably, we are going from four preseason games to two preseason games, as long as NFLPA gives the thumbs up approval on this. Now, I, last Wednesday, gave full and ultimate credit for the plan that apparently is going to be put forth or uh, in front of the teams, put forth for the teams. Eliminate week one, eliminate week four, play weeks two and three. That gives you a little bit more build-up time to weeks two and three. Gives you a little bit more time to kind of figure things out, what you need in the stadium, all that kind of stuff in between weeks three and the regular season. That was credit from you, and I gave you full credit for that. Your gut reaction to preseason potentially going to two games. Well, you know, I don't think anything would surprise me at this point, Johnny, because I read about the probability, not probability, but the possibility of even no preseason games. I think the coaches would love to have the players do something of a preseason game nature, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but I thought that uh, if we're going to go with no fans or very few fans, the revenue was going to be so slim from these preseason games anyway, yeah. and the exposure, is it worth the exposure for the amount of revenue you're making and all of that? And then injury exposure, I mean, the usual kind of things we worry about in a non-COVID time with the preseason games. So I wasn't surprised, really, when they talked about a reduction to two games. Nothing's been announced yet. Nothing's official because I think the league wants to wait until they uh, – negotiate everything with the union on how this is all going to go down and you just get the feeling they're not ready now as i say this in my break during this show uh here's how we're going to lay it out but they haven't 
announced anything yet because I don't believe they are ready. They want to have it all done before they make that announcement. Plus, here we are with this spike going on here and some other places in the country. And, you know, how do you account for this? How do you handle this? Look at what's happening with the other sports. Look, Dallas, FC Dallas just dropped out of the MLS situation today because of positive tests. So you have a lot of stuff going on. Everything's in flux. Yeah, I I wonder how much uh, that, that, that next spike – because it never, it wasn't really the second spike. It's more a continuation of the first. Uh, it, ne- it never ended, I guess. So it never really was a second spike. It just was. It, it felt like we were starting to flatten the curve a little bit, and then uh, I don't know if we just got lazy or just didn't want to do things the way that we should have, and it, the spike went back up. The virus got stronger. Whatever. I don't. You can. Uh, the rest of you people out there can can figure that out for yourselves because everybody's got theories on what exactly happened and how it happened. And obviously, Houston became a tremendous hotspot hot for that. I wonder how much that played in. I wonder how much Mark ultimately and, and it's it feels like the news changes by the day. And today, the news was in Major League Baseball that they the, the Astros didn't work out because the test results from three days prior weren't available i mean the nfl is getting actually an opportunity to kind of watch okay these are some of the missteps that these other leagues have had okay these are things we can't we cannot have happen but the other the other factor too is you get started and then it's just like oh yeah well you know we need to change this now we need to change that it just feels like the nfl has been in this mode of when we announce we're going to announce, and this is how we're going to go about doing it. So there's no really, you know, there's no half step in here. Once we announce what the plan is going to be, that's what it's going to be, and we're going with it. There's not going to be this, well, we're going to dip our toe in the water and kind of see how things go. No, no, no. We're going in, no half. That's kind of the way it feels to me. I could be completely wrong on that, but that's seemingly the way taking as much information as they possibly can from other sports from the way things have been done you can't look at i guess other countries premier league did i think nearly 15,000 tests 15,000 tests for teams uh for organizational members etc and i think they had like 11 positives that was it that's that's incredible uh, i don't Unreal. know how you keep people from testing positive you know it's funny just uh anecdotally here Early on in this thing, I didn't know anybody who had it. I know people did have it, but I didn't know anybody personally who had it. But now I know a bunch of people who have tested positive. Uh, Luckily for me or for them, I don't know anybody who's been in the hospital with it. They have either no symptoms or very little, but I know, believe me, I know people are in the hospital with this thing and and, and far worse than that in many cases. Uh, But it's funny because, and and many people I know that I'm uh, very few degrees of separation away from. So you're just hearing about more and more people getting it. uh, But, and look, I'm looking up at the uh, Texas Medical Center website right now, 50,000 total positive cases to date, caseload 1.2 times higher than it was seven days ago. On Friday, it was 1.3. Hey, so we're coming down. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's going to sustain itself. Like, keep dropping, keep dropping. Uh, that would be wonderful to see. But it's not just about here, as you know. And, and again, I just, you're going to play football. You're going to have positive tests, I think, unless you can bubble these guys somehow, or at least, and Johnny, you know, I've been talking about this, semi-bubble. Look, everybody, uh, you go to work, please go home. Don't go out. Don't do yeah, these yeah. other things. I know that the NFL, the Houston Texans, especially so big on community appearances, doing great things for Houston, getting the players out there uh, on the front lines, being with people, being with kids. But this year is not a year to do this. You know, if, if you are able to play football, you want to just focus on that and focus on the entertainment of it as far as the fans go and yeah. staying safe and healthy as far as the players go and everybody involved in that football bubble. I don't know how you do it. I think it is doable to a degree, uh, but you're going to have some positive tests. And then sure. you wonder, how are they going to handle this? Yeah. You know, let's say. Uh, you know, a few members of your own line test positive. Are you going to have some sort of expanded practice squad that yeah. can jump in if need be? How ugly is that going to look on game day? I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of unanswered questions, as you know. Yeah, Albert Breer had an interesting article I think you wrote today, and he talked about the uh, union NFLPA call 
with the players on it. He said that, you know, our own J.J. Watt even said the same question we are. Like, when are we going to get a plan? <laughs> when are we going to find out? Because J.J. brought up a really great point, and that was we've got to sort of take our conditioning and tailor it to when we need to be ready to go. So if we're getting ready to ramp up for July 28th, which would be the first day of practice, I believe, for the Texans, if all things just stay as they are, and he wants to ramp up to that point, or actually, I would imagine, sort of taper off to that point, well, what if that point moves two weeks? And so it's like, you know, two weeks of – so. Uh, JJ brought up a really good point. There are probably a lot of guys in the same same boat. Like, hey, look, I want to make sure on July 28th I'm at my my best. I'm gonna, or at least by July 28th, I'm gonna be doing bench testing. I'm gonna do conditioning, all that kind of stuff, all those different tests that you have to do. And you've got to absolutely, incredibly be and be incredibly tip top shape for that day. And I, I, I could speak to that. I mean, that was the way that I wanted to be. Look, I want to be in the best shape possible the day that we do all of our testing. So everything was sort of based around that particular day. So we're testing on Monday. All right, everything. I got to fly up to Providence. Got to do this. Got to do that. I want to make sure I'm ready to go without a doubt on this particular day. I'm at my absolute best. So JJ's got a point on that. So I guess sort of like us, the players are feeling it too. Players are feeling like, come on, man. Let's, let's see if we can't get this thing going along. But uh, we'll see. So uh, we'll get on uh, more of that as we get news from the NFL. Now, the big news that actually happened today, because uh, for the life of me, I can't figure out what that third thought was that popped into my head, Mark. So we'll just get right into it. Patrick Mahomes is, I would imagine, sort of a domino in a lot of the contract situations for certain guys, for Lamar Jackson next year, for Dak Prescott potentially, and, of course, for our own Deshaun Watson. And I've seen more tweets today from our players to Deshaun like, hey, hey, four, you see this? You see this? You see see what's going on in Kansas City? You see what Watt tweeted? Yeah. Watt tweeted that Shaq gif where Shaq's shoulders yes. are kind of wiggly, like, ooh. <laughs> That's it. No words, yeah, just no that word. gif. Yeah, Dylan Cole said, all Dylan Cole said was, hey, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> that was it. And Deshaun actually responded to him with kind of this look with his little kid with his face like, oh, my God. Ten-year deal. Now, I know you heard uh, Show and Clint talking about this. I will preface what I'm about to say about all this and what we're about to say with all this is that there is a lot to a contract nobody's going to know. A ton within a contract that ne- that nobody's ever going to know. You're going to hear people uh, talk about this contract and they're going to talk about this guarantee and that guarantee or the guarantee is this. And there are so many things that are outside the realm of our understanding of this because we're not sitting with the contract in front of us. We're getting bits and pieces from, uh, you know, maybe an agent giving it to Ian Rappaport or whomever. But numbers that will just sort of stop you in your tracks. When we first saw it, it was 10 years, $400 million. Mm-hmm. Then I've seen, then a little while later, it was 10 years, 450 Adam Schefter tweeted this about 50 minutes ago. Final Patrick Mahomes deal, and I'm quoting Schefter here. Ten-year extension worth worth up to half a billion dollars. Half a billion. Half a billion. Half a billion. It's even more. It's 503 million. Yep. It includes 477, I think, million in guarantee mechanisms and the ability for Mahomes to have outs if guarantee mechanisms aren't exercised. Mahomes was representing the deal by Chris Cabot and Lee Steinberg. It's staggering, Mark. It is absolutely staggering. So two things come out of this to me. Number one, damn it, we have to face this guy for the next 10 years, which I kind of come to grips with after a while. Uh, And I will admit, I have – I enjoy watching Patrick. He is my second favorite quarterback to watch in this league. I love to watch him. I just hate the fact that – I just hate it that it's against us. 
But the main thing here is now how does this alter or change the trajectory of what Deshaun Watson was looking at and will potentially get from the Texans? We saw a report, I think, Mark, you were, I don't know if we talked about this, but there was a report, I think also from Florio, saying that Deshaun was looking for a three-year deal. Kind of like three-year Laramie. Three-year extension. Three-year yeah. three extension. Three-year extension. At the age of 26 or 27, what he would be, he would have the opportunity um, to renegotiate and that kind of kind of following the Russell Wilson playbook at that point. This is a whole different ball game, Mark. Yeah. Ten-year extension. This takes Mahomes on into his 30s, but it's half a billion dollars. Let's put this in perspective in some sense if you didn't need it. Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys for $150 million, and that was thought to be at the time a gargantuan sum to pay for an NFL team. Yeah, in the late 80s. In the late 80s. Everything gets more expensive, Johnny, and that's why, you know, if Watson, let's say the Texans offer him that three-year extension or whatever it is, it's, it's much less time on his deal, and he wants that. And whatever the money is, because you know it's going to be at least this or at least close to this or something like that. And he's betting on the future. He's betting on, you yes. know what, the next one, it's going to be even more. And I would say he would be right. But you do take the risk, obviously. What if you tear something up, you're not able to play, the injury. The injury guarantee on Mahomes' contract is reportedly $140 million, yes. All right? The $477 million in guarantee mechanisms, that's you know things that have to kick in certain times, certain yeah. years, things like that. If he tears up knee and can never play again here in 2020 or 2021, he's going to get $140 million worst-case scenario. That's a nice worst-case scenario to have financially. But would it be better off if you took a few less years, you know, fewer years, and made all the money and then had a chance for another contract that would probably break this bank because that's how these, these things work. We get we freak out at dollar amounts. You know, I remember I remember when Magic Johnson signed a twenty five million dollar contract and it was oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, obviously that was a long time ago. That was thirty five years ago or whatever. Uh, but that's how these that's how these things work. Alex Rodriguez, two hundred fifty million. Oh my gosh, we'll never top that, will we? Yes, of course we will, yeah. and we'll top this. But I think it should make every player in the league thrilled that a football player is making half a billion dollars potentially. It's wonderful for these players to see this. Uh, not everyone's going to make that, of course, right. but it does. All boats rise with that tide. I mean, that's that's kind of like a little tidal wave that. That, in, that's a, that increases the storm surge of money that's coming your way. It's amazing to think. In two years, two years because he sat in 2017, in two years, NFL MVP won a Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, and it's afforded him 10-year contract, $503 million. I mean, two, two years. Now, look, Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think a couple of other things that stood out to me. Number one, you sign a 10-year deal, you're as as content with your organization and the structure seemingly to think that things are going to stay that way for 10 years. Is Andy Reid coaching 10 years? Well, that's the thing. Andy Reid coaching 10 years, and if he's not, does that mean that there is a kind of handshake, wink, wink agreement that Eric Biennemi takes over when Reid walks? Right. Yeah, there could be know. something like that. I mean, because you would think that Mahomes, it, let's say Andy Reid would retire whenever. You know, it's it's going to be within 10 years. I don't see him. Co- maybe he could do it. But when he does leave, does Mahomes not pick necessarily the next head coach? But I bet he gets some input. You better make sure your half billion dollar players on board with whatever decision you want to make here. Do you think that? This is crazy to think about. Mm. Patrick Mahomes could be the first owner slash quarterback of an NFL team. Man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be nuts. Uh, well, Tom I think, a percentage? I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. Tom Pelissero just tweeted, Mahomes gets only a $10 million signing bonus. And he puts only in air quotes. Then has huge roster bonuses on rolling guaranteed basis in future years. Because of the cap. Because they're strapped. Right. Well, here that's what he said. 
ha- then has huge roster bonuses on rolling guaranteed bases in future years, including a whopping $49.4 million bonus due in 2026. Virtually the entire deal is conditionally guaranteed, leaves the Chiefs with a lot of short-term flexibility. It is light. This is Mike Garofalo. It's light in signing bonus department, but has huge roster bonuses throughout the next few years. Surely the uncertainty of this upcoming, upcoming season mess with the immediate cash flow. Uh, and then obviously Tom Pelissero tweeted a response to that. So uh, there's so many different things. But, Mark, the biggest thing here for us, like I said, A, we'll face Patrick Mahomes. But, B, how does it impact Deshaun Watson? And does it change what now he is going to be looking for Going forward, knowing that, hey, Pat made this, or do you stick to, look, we we're, we want that three years because we want to be able to come back in three years and be able to do this again and then do it again uh, down the road, sort of following the Russell Wilson playbook or following the Patrick Mahomes playbook. It's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. But either way, there's only one thing that I know for sure. There are three things that are sure in our lifetime, I should say. Death, taxes, and Sean Watson is about to get paid. Maybe not to the level of Patrick Mahomes, but I can pretty much guarantee you Deshaun Watson's going to get paid and get paid really soon. There's no question about it. You know they want to make a deal with him. And I'm eager to find out, as everybody else is, does he make less, more, around the same? I mean, look, nothing should surprise you, right? Even more should not necessarily, I should say, surprise you. Because that's how these things so often work. Whoever goes first is going to make less, even in the same offseason. But I don't think there's any shame in it if you're making a little bit less than Patrick Mahomes, who just won a Super Bowl and an MVP, like you said. However, you know how valuable DW4 is to this franchise, how good he is in this league. I mean, how wonderful he is, how lucky we are to have him here. I'm sure the Texans want to lock him up for as long as humanly possible. If you're going to pay somebody, this is the guy to pay. Okay. So here's the other one. What happens if Lamar Jackson wins MVP mm-hmm. and wins a Super Bowl and wins a Super Bowl MVP? He'll have two <laughs> league MVPs, a Super Bowl, and a Super Bowl MVP. And it's outside the realm of possibility. I mean, well, Lamar's going to make bank, too. He's just a year later than, than oh, my God. I, I can't. I, here's, here's the other thing I know about all this. Every single dad on the face of this earth looked at his newborn son and went, son, you got a new sport you're playing. <laughs> put that football in your hands. Drop everything else. Put that football in your yeah. hands. You're about to be QB1 because we're about baseball, to do it Baseball still the one, though, Johnny. I mean, that, that's still the sport, by and large, where you're going to make the big money. I mean, yeah, dad is right if he wants his son to be a great quarterback, but easier said than done, clearly, right? And I think it's going to be interesting to see what the cap does next year because the revenue is going to be down this year. You know, we're already already yeah. seeing that. Yeah. The revenue is going to be down. How does that affect the cap next year? Yeah. That affects contracts. So percentage of cap, you know, for if you had one kicking in and, and down the line, if the cap's going to be affected for a long time, that might not have played out as well as he wanted it to. Uh, so I think it's a great deal. And look, clearly it's a great deal for him. There could be some argument. Don't take 10 years. Take five, six, seven. Take four. You know, maybe four is not enough. But, uh, you know, give yourself an opportunity at that next contract. But, hey, bird in the hand. It's a real estate thing, right? Bird in the hand. Go ahead. Take it. There's nothing wrong with having a guarantee of $140 million if you get hurt. And 477 in these, what do they call them again? These, these. Guaranteed. yeah, no, I these. I, I forget the word. I, I got off that page, but you know, in all likelihood, he's going to make four seventy-seven. Not bad. Yeah, that's uh, guaranteed mechanisms. Mechanisms. That's a good. That's a good word. Guaranteed. I mechanisms. have no mechanisms in my salary. There's not my, one mechanism. I hope my guaranteed mechanism is four hundred seventy-seven <laughs> million at some point. I better learn how to throw football a little better than I do right now before that happens. I don't know. Maybe that thing's long gone. All right, Mark. We're going to go over. And under next segment, I have got a list. In fact, I've been sitting on them for a couple of weeks because I've been waiting for Mark to get Mm. back so we could talk about these. We'll go over under next right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com.
Looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. This is Texans Radio. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months. With three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases, Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Consistency, trust, and dependability. These three qualities are a must-have for any team that legitimately wants to win. And for the folks at Martin Preferred Foods, who've teamed up with Amogee Bank for the last 30 years, that's exactly what they've done. Amogee Bank knows how to help family businesses win because they know how to help family businesses grow. So, what are you waiting for? Come join the winning side. Amogee Bank, here you grow. A division of ZBNA, member FDIC. Official bank of the Houston Texans. Find a massive selection of new and certified pre-owned Hyundais at Rod Carter Hyundai, a better way to buy. Test drive any vehicle at Rod Carter Hyundai and get $250 in gift cards. Buy any vehicle and get $500 in gift cards. Sell them your car. There'll be any offer by $500 or get $500. Plus, get Hyundai Assurance, America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Gulf Freeway, just two miles south of the Beltway. RodCarterHyundai.com. See dealer website for gift card and trade-in details. We're past the halfway point of 2020, and dang, so far it's historically sucked. If 2020 was on a scoreboard, what would be the score right now? I think we're down 56 nothing. But hang tight. Sports are ramping back up, H-Town. There is a little peak of lights at the end of the tunnel. Stay safe. I feel like it only has to get better, right? 
and we'll keep providing all the Houston sports inside info you need to know. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. It's like Netflix, but free. Go to HoustonTexans.com and click listen for every episode of our Texans radio shows. I think the Patrick Mahomes contract is going to create kind of what happened to me during the break. I'm just going to be searching Twitter for more and more tweets about (laughs) this contract and how just – I don't want to say obscene. He said this – a lot of people have said this. You know, Michael Jordan had a certain amount of money that he made for the Chicago Bulls. LeBron James has a certain contract. Like, those guys did so much for those particular teams, organizations, communities that whatever salary they were getting, it just didn't even – it didn't even – uh, come close to the value of those particular players. And I got a feeling Patrick Mahomes is going to be that for Kansas City. But Jeremy Fowler works for ESPN, typically covers the Steelers, has another few tidbits on the Patrick Mahomes contract. First three years are fully guaranteed. $63 million at signing and $103.5 million by March 2021. Big roster bonuses coming. 2023 bonus alone is $34 million. We just mentioned 2026 is going to be f- about $50 million. Many of those bonuses guarantee two years early. His 24-25 bonuses lock in 22-23. It, it's it's going to be – each tweet is going to be, can you top this? Because that's what all day it was. First it was $400 million, Then it was $450 million, And then it was half a billion. And it's over half a billion. Just lop off that three. And by the way, um, Lee Steinberg, um, it's not 28-3 to Patriots – over the uh, you know come back over the Falcons, but Lee Steinberg's comeback is oh boy. I got to think nearly complete, Mark, because he there was a time where he was about literally off the face of the earth dealing with a number of uh, personal issues. Well, he is back with a vengeance. He was out of it. It felt like he was completely out of the business. I want to say John Lopez and I had him on the show once because he knows him from way back when. But uh, good for him making a big comeback like that. And, you know, usually with these NFL contracts, what is it, 3% for the agent? And maybe yeah. maybe they, some of them take a little bit less. But you're talking 3% of uh, when you get to this kind of contract. This, these are the ones they wait for. <laughs> these these yeah, are the ones they like the most. million just off of one contract over 10 but years. But you better, you better treat everybody well. You yeah. better treat everybody like Rod Tidwell. Otherwise, you're going to end up <laughs> getting dismissed by Bob Sugar. There's no yeah. question. No, that's true. Okay, Mark, you ready for some over-unders? I've been Do sitting it. on these for a little while. Okay, these are oh, they're, they're Texans, AFC South. i got one AFC South in there. Ah, my hamstring is cramping up as we speak. Holy smokes. Wow. Okay, let's get to number one so you can talk. <laughs> Over-under, Whitney Merciless, J.J. Watt sacks combined in 2020. Now, A, Assuming that we play a full season in 2020, I'm not yeah. going to do the math. I don't we'll only do 10 games, or but I'm just saying full 16 games. Merciless slash Watt sacks combined. The over under is 17. You going over under? Oh, I'll go over. I was going to say 18, so I'm going to go over. I feel pretty good about this. Uh, look, I know health is a big thing, but you know Watt's injury last year was kind of freaky. By the way, my brother-in-law just had the same injury, water skiing. You know, you, see, you never know where it's going to come from. Uh, I think that the pec injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just yeah. had the same thing. Just had to have yeah. surgery on it. Uh, I said, "Well, we hamstring. expect you back in a few weeks here because that's what happened to JJ." So yeah, let's course. go. Yeah. Uh, but look, I don't think seventeen is too much to expect here. You know, with relative health, Watt will get to ten pretty easily. Well, nothing's easy in the NFL. I think Whitney. Is certainly out to show the world that, you know, he can get back to double figures. So, you know, I'll look for a supreme effort from him. But I don't think 17 is a crazy number. I was afraid you were going to put it up at 20, then I was going to have to really sweat it out. But I'll go <laughs> over on the 17, Johnny. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking over, too. And, I mean, the number is a little light because I do think Whitney played his – more than likely played his best ball last year when J.J. was – Healthy. J.J. was getting a lot of the attention, and Witt was able to just kind of work guys one-on-one, and he did that really, really well through the first six, six, seven weeks. Then Witt started getting some of that attention that J.J. got, and, of course, anybody's production would go down. At that point, when you're seeing 
more and more chips, more and more double teams, but he's still able to impact games when J.J. was was not in there, and he still continued to do a lot of different things for this team. So I, I'm with you. Uh, you. If you're guaranteed 16 games of health of both those guys, I think that the over is uh, 17. Okay, this one's kind of a two-parter. One's the over-under, and then the second part is who it might be. Over-under, Texans leading interceptor. Who will lead the Texans in interceptions, A? And B, I'm putting the number for that particular player, the over-under is three and a half. So I'll you have to tell just, me who you think it's going to be and if that player will get over three and a half. I think Justin Reed, and I think it's the over. I know Dang, that that's these, exactly what I said, too. Sometimes these things are spread out, as we all know. Like, sometimes teams can have a ton of picks – Teams can have a ton of picks, and it's you know a bunch of guys with two. You know some yeah, some people yeah. have one. You know a couple of tip balls at the line. A couple of linebackers have one each, and then the DBs get whatever they get. You know it's kind of like Carolina last year, second in the league in sacks, and nobody had double figures. Yeah. Uh, that can happen with picks sometimes. We don't have high volume for any one particular player. But look, once upon a time, Quentin Demps, a safety, led this team with yeah. seven picks in a season. He's I don't think it's too much yeah. to ask. Yeah, and, and look, a lot of it is also, it's not just playing well, it's Johnny on the spot, and oh my gosh, I got this carom, and it just bounced right into me, you know, and I was in the right place at the right time. So you, you need a little bit of luck, for lack of a better word, as well. But I think it's going to be a huge year for Reed, year three, gosh, and he's already he already behaves like such a veteran, you know, the way he handles his business. He did from the get-go as a rookie. Love the guy. I think he's a great player, and I think uh, he'll be known widely as a great player when this season's yeah. said and done. I mean, I was talking about him last week, uh, Mark, because I, I played the interview that uh, I believe DP did with him, and uh, fantastic stuff. I mean, he's just such a – he is such a great ambassador for this organization. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about the fact that he played last year essentially with one arm. I mean, he, he mentioned yeah. it. He mentioned it. Speaking of the Chiefs, he mentioned that Chiefs game. He's like, I should have had. He said, I should have had at least two picks. He had the one on the sideline where I thought he was in. I was standing right there. I'm like, I think he got two feet in, but because they didn't rule an interception, they weren't able to do a replay on it, and and coach didn't challenge it. Uh, but then he had one the, earlier in the game, the one that Tyreek caught for the touchdown down the field. Justin's like, I couldn't get my arms up because he had his shoulder yeah. in a sling. He played, yep. ha- he played the year basically with one arm. He missed one game. I think that was the Colts Thursday night game. He didn't play in that game. Uh, but he played the season with one arm. Look, and now that uh, everything's exceptional. Under, all the water is under the bridge, you know, Justin Reed, and this is part of the, uh, the, the part of practice that every media member can view, he's wearing a red jersey. Yes. He's in a no-hit situation at virtually every practice I've been to yep. uh, in 2019. So – uh, that means that he's not fully healthy all year, really. He's not, never was fully healthy, and he was able to do what he did. Watch out. Fully healthy Justin Reed is going to be a very dangerous guy in the defensive backfield. You have him and Roby, the other guys we talk about. I know the Texans' secondary, they, have, they take their hits of criticism. I get it, but I think it's going to be a much better year for them this year. I, I think there's a couple of things. In fact, I, I, I can't believe I'm even about to say this, but I – Oh, I started watching the All-22 from the divisional playoff round game. Oh, no, no, no. You did Well, I mean, the thing about it is I have my computer paused right now, and Kymie Fairbairn's about to kick a field goal to make it 24 nothing. Oh. So, I mean, up to, up to now, I'm feeling great. But you can, you can see in the first couple series, you can see that it was there for the Chiefs. And they just drop passes. Demarcus Robinson dropped a couple of them. Kelsey dropped one. They catch those passes. They would have caught fire a whole heck of a lot earlier. It would have never been twenty-four to nothing. Now would they have gone down and scored on those drives? Eh, I don't know. But you could you could see some of the yeah. the seedlings, if you will, oh, of yeah. things happening. And it's like they oh, had drops. Boy. Well, Johnny, you, you since you brought it up, I don't mean to hijack this, but but butterfly effect stuff here. The week before against the Buffalo Bills. Don't the Texans go for it on a fourth and short late in the game that would have iced yeah. it? Yeah. And ultimately, Buffalo drives back. Yes. Right? Yes. And kicks a field goal to force overtime. Right. 
Had they converted on that fourth down, is OB going for it on the fourth down that he ultimately elected to get the field goal on to make it 24 to nothing? Instead, now a lot of people think he should have gone for it on fourth down to make it 28 nothing. Look, the way the rest of the day played out, I don't know if that's going to make the biggest difference in the world. You know, maybe yeah. is four more points psychologically going to kill the Chiefs? I don't know. I think they had some game in them that day, and they eventually woke up. So I don't know if that changes it, but I wonder if it would have changed his decision had they made it the week before. I don't know. Potentially. Now, going back and just w- uh, watching, because the, the play right before that fourth down, it ends up being fourth and one, it's – it, I want to say it was a it was a check down. I think Deshaun checked it down to to Duke, and he made a couple of guys miss, and then kind of powered his way through. So I don't know how close he ended up getting to that first down. That's the other thing, because we always say, and you know this as well as anybody, being uh, the voice of the Texans, third and one can be like third and a really long one, almost two, right. and third and one can be like three inches. And I don't know. I think he was a little bit further than a yard. But at that point, really, the Chiefs hadn't stopped anybody. So they they hadn't stopped us at all. We were running basically whatever the heck we wanted to. As I go back and, and watch the game, there were there were things open. Running game was there. There they. I mean, the mix in the play calling was fantastic. Um, but. Uh, I'm watching the play again just right now as I talk about it. Duke, <laughs> you know what, Mark? Duke got very, very close. It's 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 almost less than a yard. Or I shouldn't say it's, oh. it's it's less than a yard. So I wonder if you would have had that back. I think I think you're right. It's a, it's a great call. And here's the other thing too. If you get that fourth down, you take a knee. You don't have to play the rest of overtime, and then go through that. And I don't think We're fatigue. Tear. I don't think fatigue was a was well, a killer that maybe day. Maybe not. But you, but nev- you never know. You never uh, look. I mean, we could we could point to a lot of things. It happened, and uh, when you get there again, you hope that you're at home this time. How about that? It, but this year, Anthony Weaver pulling the trigger on the defense. We'll see how different the defense is. But I think another thing will play a factor. Just watching the secondary against the Chiefs, all those guys are back. All those guys are back. So communication, just knowing how they handle certain things, how they're going to place a certain way. I think that's absolutely going to be key for Roby, Conley, Vernon, uh, and Justin Reed. The, I think it's going to be huge for those guys to all be back together, uh, to have that. And they didn't have a full season together last year, but the fact that they played together last year, they have something to go back to and say, hey, look, remember that? Remember what we did against the, uh, the Jaguars late in the year? Remember what we did in London? Remember how we did that? Hey, we need to do that here. And, and they, they know how to make those adjustments and do it because they've done it before. I think that will go a long way to helping that secondary for sure. Pass rush will definitely help them, but I think that will go a long way uh, to helping that secondary. Okay, we got more to talk about. And one of the units that has come a long way for this Texas team is the offensive line. Well, my buddies over at Pro Football Focus have ranked the offensive line in their annual spot in July. Where did they end up? It's a little bit surprising if you – banked on what they were and where they were last year. It's a little different this year. We'll talk about that next and go around the league right here on Texans All Access. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce and just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic someone utters the dreaded words can I have a bite should you shouldn't you maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer good thing that dilemma's over good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy our karaoke skills at least we have our day jobs Our family photo? Take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our red diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. 
Hey, parents and teachers, we know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football, all for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com slash community. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Hey, Texans fans, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is proud to be the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60. It's easy to make fitness fun when you start with the Texans. So join us for events throughout the year like the Houston Texans Kids Triathlon, Toro's Kids 1K, or the Junior Cheerleaders. Together, we're creating a community of healthy kids. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. He's in. Touchdown, Houston. This is Texans Radio. We're past the halfway point of 2020, and dang, so far it's historically sucked. If 2020 was on a scoreboard, what would be the score right now? I think we're down 56 nothing. But hang tight. Sports are ramping back up, H-Town. There is a little peak of lights at the end of the tunnel. Stay safe. I feel like it only has to get better, right? And we'll keep providing all the Houston sports inside info you need to know. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyke and stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyke Air intelligence! At Brookside Equipment Sales, equipment's our middle name. You owe it to yourself to visit Brookside Equipment. Brookside is your top dealer for everything John Deere. And we're blowing out the competition with hundreds off gators and thousands off tractors, all with great finance offers. Brookside, 45 years with the best deals and treating customers right. Nine locations and now in Conroe. BrooksideUSA.com. At Brookside Equipment Sales. We're tough enough to cut it. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. Keep up with the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app. Uh, Mark, Bridget can vouch for this. During the break, I got really angry because I went back and I watched that third down play again. Duke Uh-oh. made the dead gum first down. No, he got a bad spot. spot. He got a terrible spot. The ball ends up at the 13, and he was in, he got to like the 11 and a half. It's a you terrible know, spot. I got so I, I can't even watch that. I'm going to throw so, up. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I yeah. say that we, we uh, protest the game and suit him up again. And resume the season. How about that? Well, we will on September 10th, hopefully, uh, up there. 
up yeah. there. Well, that'll be a new game, actually, but go on. Yeah, uh, yeah it will be a new game, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, last year and this year, quite different, especially for the offensive line. Mark, I don't know if you saw this, but PFF, my pals, my friends, my besties, uh, they did their offensive line rankings heading into 2019 last year. They had the Texans, and I remember this distinctly, they had the Texans at number 31 of 32. Now, <laughs> here's they had – this is the projected starting lineup. Left tackle, Julian Davenport. Left guard, Sunil Calamete. Center, Nick Martin. Right guard, Zach Fulton. Right tackle, Titus Howard. Well, they got the right side right. Either way, things changed. They were 31 last year. This year, we know that group is definitely different. PFF put out their rankings for 2020. Mark, where do you think, eh, just in the range, where do you think that they have the Texans? I have not I have not looked, but I've seen a lot of positive stuff PFF puts out about the Texans, not only O-line, but Watson and a few other elements of the, the game of the Houston Texans. I'm going to say ninth. Oh, uh, at 10. Okay, at 10. That, look, these, this is a preseason projection, sure. but I think we're all on board with, hey, give me at least the 10th best offensive line in the league. According to some, that's good. Uh, you have a great quarterback behind them. That elevates everything. Look, you and I know that Bill O'Brien's going to want to run the football. I mean, I, I was on NFL Network today, and they were asking me about Watson and the receivers. I said, yeah, they're going to run the ball. Uh, they're going to throw the ball. But they're going to run the football as well. You know, I mentioned Carlos Hyde, what he did last year. You don't have Carlos. You have David Johnson. You have Duke Johnson. You have whoever else uh, they bring into the fray. This O-line is going to try to push people out of the way. And they were pretty good in pass protection last year uh, when they had those five guys that you like to mention on the field together, the five guys that are going to start this season in all likelihood. And that's what you want to see. Those five guys together for the bulk of the season, if not all of it. And I think you're going to have a lot of production on the offensive side. Well, here's what's interesting. Mm -hmm. Texas did come in at 19th. And they talk about Laramie, and obviously uh, they talked about the immediate impact he had. He allowed a pressure once every 10 pass blocking snaps. Oh, oh, I thought you said 10th. You said I was 10 off? Yeah, you were off by 10. Yeah. 19. Oh, I thought it was t- – I thought – oh, my gosh, I completely misunderstood. All right, now I'm upset. Yeah, 19. Are you kidding? But here – but I want to go to your point for a second. Uh, they talked about Tunsil. In 17-18, he had a lot of pressure once every 10 pass-blocking snaps. In 2019, he gave up a pressure every 28 snaps. That's phenomenal. Now, obviously, we all know about the penalties. But he finished the season with the third-best pass-blocking grade in the league and i've said i think he's the best left tackle in the game um so there you go now here's the part i was getting to the texans had the league's sixth best pass blocking grade last season they were near the bottom obviously the last couple of years you know that they were the sixth best mark in pass blocking grade according to pff however to your point though and this is Kind of putting two together would be interesting. The run blocking was near the bottom. And they mentioned Max and Titus were not as good run blocking, but pass blocking, they were pretty good. Nick Martin had the eighth best pass blocking grade for a center, but run blocking, they had him ranked 25th. And they said the same thing with Zach. Zach was 21st in the league in pass blocking, but he was down near the bottom in run blocking, which is kind of strange because didn't Carlos Hyde run for 1,000 yards? Yeah. Didn't Duke Johnson run for, I think, nearly 500? Deshaun had nearly 400 or whatever it was. It felt like last year they were able to run the ball when, when they wanted or needed to. It just feels odd to think that the run blocking grades were just not up to snuff, but the pass blocking grades, even though they gave up 44 sacks and people still point to the sack number, they were sixth best in the league by PFF. So sometimes I don't – and when I said BFF, PFF, just so everybody knows, I say my besties, that's tongue-in-cheek because I have issues. And this is a major yeah. issue. This is All a right, major so, issue. 
Wait, so six best in pass blocking. What was the ranking in run blocking? They didn't. They didn't ultimately say what it was, though. All right, so they were thirteenth. The, the Texans were thirteenth in the league run, running the football as a squad. Now I know Watson's yards come into play. Uh, some of that is designed. Some of it is scrambles. Okay, but I think you can add Watson. He's not a, an extra running back. But when you heap praise on the Baltimore Ravens for all the stuff Lamar Jackson does, and they were second in the league running the football, he's so dynamic, and he was a huge part of their production, uh, I think you have to say that the Texans O-line, look, they can get better there, but when you're 13th running the ball and then you say they're the sixth best pass-blocking unit, I think you're in pretty good shape. And look, yeah. and you produced the best season ever for Carlos Hyde. And now you have David Johnson who – Let's just pray stays healthy because I think he's got a lot of game left, but he's going to have to prove that he can stay out of the trainer's room. Yeah, no doubt. We'll talk about this and more tomorrow night. We'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel, 6 to 7 right here in our flagship, Sports Radio 610. Mark, you're the best. I'm so happy that you are back. Bridget, you've done a fantastic job yet again. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Did you know that Shaquille O'Neal was one of our Papa John's partners? In fact, he's a franchisee, and now he's come out with one of his own, very own, great big pizzas. It's called the Shakaroni Pizza. It's an extra large, extra cheese, extra pepperoni, and extra big slices. It's the biggest we've ever had for just 12 bucks. Get yours today, and $1 from every Shakaroni Pizza will be donated to support local communities. Better ingredients, better pizza, and now the Shakaroni Papa John's. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Hey Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. June's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award presented by Apache will be presented to Houston Police Department Lieutenant Bridget Loomis. Lieutenant Loomis sets an exemplary leadership standard for all with her commitment to service. Recently, she went above and beyond to help a mother and her two children escape a domestic abuse situation, taking care of their hotel bill when shelters were full. Her willingness to serve those around her for the past 23 years means more to her community than she knows. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate her for being our June Star of Courage Award recipient. Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m., 
Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. Telemundo Houston entertains you every night with at 6 p.m. Exatlón, at 8 p.m. La Doña, at 9 p.m. Operación Pacífico, and at 10 p.m. Noticiero Telemundo Houston informs you with breaking news, the most accurate weather forecast with La Autoridad en el Tiempo, investigations with Telemundo Houston Responde and Investiga, and sports with Domina La Acción. Join us at 11 a.m., 4, 5, and 10 p.m. on air, online, and via our free mobile app. Telemundo Houston, working for you. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. Tim's Treats is now a proud partner of the Houston Texans. Tim's Treats is the original warm cookie delivery company and now has seven Houston area locations with more on the way. Tim's Treats bakes to order and delivers fresh, ooey-gooey, melt-in-your-mouth cookies right to your door. Order for yourself, as a gift for someone else, or pick them up at any location. Download the new Tim's Treats app to place a delivery order today. Already counting down the days until your next college football game day? Start planning your tailgate and prepping your face paint because the season starts right here in Houston with the Texas kickoff. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels are set to take on Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears at NRG Stadium Sunday, September 6th. Experience the season debut for both of these new head coaches as they look to open the year with a bang. Start your fall off right. Head to TexasKickoff.com to join the wait list and be the first to know when tickets go on sale. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.